Welcome to The Kelly Roach Show, the place for no fluff, easy to implement, 20 minute or less business and leadership lessons to help you build a sustainable business that scales, lead with integrity and create a lasting legacy. I'm Kelly Roach, former NFL cheerleader and Fortune 500 executive turned eight figure entrepreneur. Let's get started. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Today, we're digging into how to get more qualified consults on the books in your business. And we just came off of an episode where we were discussing how to attract more qualified leads and how to make sure that your messaging actually lands with your ideal avatar. And so just assume that this episode goes hand in hand with that. Because in order to get more qualified consults on the books, you need to make sure all the things that we talk about today are layered on top of the things that we talked about in the episode where we just dug into all the things as it relates to attracting qualified leads. So attracting qualified leads comes first, booking qualified consults comes second. So let's go ahead and let's dig in to how to fill your calendar with the right consults and or how to make sure your team's calendar is filled with the right consults each week. But before we dig into all the strategies and tactics that you're gonna use to make sure that your calendars are booked the right way with the right people that actually put money in the bank, let's back it up for a second and let's talk about the reason why most small businesses are struggling right now. And that is because most small businesses lack intent and focus. Most business owners, most small business teams are doing a thousand different things, not very well. And a lot of business owners out there right now are are on the struggle bus. And the reason why is your focus is too diluted. Now you might say, Kelly, I've been doing all of these things for years and it's never been an issue. I love this side project and I love doing ABCXYZ and all of these things fit together and they're all so important to my success. Here's the deal. We are in a new cycle. We are in a new season. Nothing is as it was, okay? The whole landscape has shifted and because people are being more discerning, they're taking more time, they're investing in gaining a better understanding of you and your brand, they're consuming more of your content before booking a call, they're assessing more data points before they actually make the move uh, to get on the call, you're probably seeing a slowdown in the number of calls being booked. You're probably also seeing a slowdown in the conversions in your business. You're probably doing all the same things that you were doing before, except everything feels really slow and everything feels really heavy and hard. And that's just because psychology has changed. The group think mentality has changed. And so now it's time to adjust what's happening in your business to support you thriving in this economy. Now, here's the really, really good news. I brought Danielle on the show. A little while ago, just a couple episodes ago, we talked about how at that point in time, one of our new companies had just grown its recurring baseline revenue by over 67%. It's on track to be a million dollar business by the end of the year. And this is all focused on 
booking calls. It's essentially exactly what we're talking about here today. So it's very important to understand the difference between an awareness and understanding of the market shifting versus the opportunity. And what I mean by that is I think a lot of people right now have a psychological block where they feel like there's less opportunity, there's less people buying, um, you know, they're going to have less success. I don't believe that. However, I strongly believe that if you don't adjust what you're doing to thrive in this environment, that yes, it will be heavy and hard and slow, and you probably will struggle and feel like no one's buying. So there's a very important distinction there. And the reason why I say we have to start with mindset before we get into mechanics when we talk about getting your calendar booked with calls is that for most people, this just isn't your focus. Your focus is not booking calls. And therefore, this is one of a hundred things that are happening in the business, 99 of them not actually driving results real time here and now. They may be very nice, productive, beautiful things that you're doing, but they're not necessarily tied to generating the results that you need in the next 90 days. And so because of that, although in your mind, you feel like I'm doing all the right things, I'm doing all the things I've always done, this is what I was doing before and it all worked, the dynamics have shifted. And so what I think is really important to understand is if growth matters to you, if this year in the back half of the year, growth matters to you, you have to put some things down. You have to be willing to put some things down, to put things on hold, to table some projects, to get some things off your plate, to simplify your focus because the nurture process is going to take longer and more effort and the right people, the buyers that you want, the discerning, affluent, people that are in a position to afford your product program services, they're going to want to build a relationship before they buy. They're going to want to know, like, and trust your organization before they buy. And so is there still just as much opportunity as before, but dressed up differently? I think so. Has it shifted dramatically? I know so, right? We know the bottom sector of the market is being squeezed to death right now. Inflation is insane and disposable income is down and layoffs are up and there's a thousand factors all happening at once that's impacting that bottom sector of the market. So if that's who you were selling to and now you're seeing that it's very hard to move your products or move your program, that's why. Because it doesn't matter that those people like your brand and desire to purchase your product. There's less credit and less disposable income available. And so they simply can't, which is why it's so important to understand the changing dynamics and to elevate your strategy and your focus on content, your focus on brand, your focus on message to market, all of those things. So before you're going to be able to actually have an impact on driving profitable growth in the back half, the first thing that you have to do is decide, decide that you're going to have the discipline to focus and follow through. Lots of us are creative and we're great starters, but not great finishers. Okay. So what I want to challenge you on today is, are you ready to be disciplined to focus and follow through. 
If you made that one commitment right now to yourself in your business for the second half of the year, your business is going to grow because what you focus on expands. The problem is, is when you're focused on hundreds of different things, dozens of different things, your energy is so diluted. It's such a small, weak stream that it's very hard to make traction. And then couple that with the fact that people are taking longer in a buying decision to begin with and that more nurture is required, that uh, slowdown and the fact that it is taking longer and more nurture means that you need to be putting a lot more lines in the water and be creating a lot more relationships now so that the snowball can fill, uh, can build and you can ultimately always be having something close. So the discipline to focus and follow through is the first thing that's going to impact your ability to get more calls, qualified calls on the books. What does that mean? It means that you need to become focused on the things that are essential. What is absolutely essential to profitable growth? What is absolutely essential to your goals this year? This is one of those very unique moments in time where you have to increase just a bit the short-term priorities in the business and decrease just a bit the long-term priorities in the business because if you don't accelerate on the short-term, you're not going to get to do the long-term anyway. The long-term isn't going to matter if you don't get through the short-term. I don't want to see you swing the pendulum too far to one side or the other. You can't have a totally short-term focus, but you need to know what you need to focus on right now. So go through that 80-20, remove the 80% of things that are non-essential, put some projects on hold. Trust me, this this is advice that I'm giving that is so, so hard to do. I just did this. Uh, Danielle and I just did this with a whole host of things, and it's how we just achieved that growth, and we're actually still continuing Uh, to do that. And then as soon as this sprint's done, we're moving to the next company and we're going to do it with that. And then I'll be able to come back and report on that. But the bottom line is you have to have the discipline to focus and follow through. And most of the reason why growth doesn't happen is that energetically, we're just too diluted to actually gain momentum or velocity to, to create a scalable result. Okay. So that's the first thing. Now let's talk a little bit about strategies and tactics you can use to get more calls booked. And there's so many. There are endless ways that you can do this. First of all, let's start with the conversation about money or time, right? There's in every situation, you can either use money to buy speed or you can use time um, to manually create outcome. In the instance of booking calls, I think a blend, a hybrid of both money and time are gonna be your best bet. Meaning, you know, we always are running ads direct to consult. We are always, always, always focused on Google and Facebook. We are always focused on a combination of both speed that comes through advertising and then manual time invested that's going to generate the the consults from nurture. It's it's important from an efficiency standpoint that you do both because if you put all your energy into money on the front end of generating consults from ads, and you don't put any energy on the back end of nurturing the people already in your database, most of those are never going to close anyway. Because a lot of people that are applying for a consult directly through ads are going to need more than one conversation in this market, which means that even if you're getting that first call from an ad, you still need to make sure the nurture process is in place. On the flip side, 
If you're only focused on organic, it can be a much slower process. And unless you are an exceptional marketer, it can take a really long time to get the momentum that you're looking for. Okay. So I shared that we're doing this completely organically with the agency right now. We're not spending anything on ads, uh, but we also have a very strong agency team. Danielle is an expert level marketer. She's a very strong salesperson. So she has that advantage. But for the average person, I would absolutely say it should be a blend of ads that are high intent, you know, Google, Facebook ads. Uh, we started with Facebook, then we added on Google, and then marrying that with you know, the the actual time intensity. So let's talk about some different ways. First of all, your database is a goldmine. Your connections uh, on your email list, your connections on social media. Most businesses in the small business world completely ignore the fact that your warmest leads are already sitting in your own database. They are sitting in your own ecosystem. They're consuming your content. They're opening your emails. They're watching and listening to the things that you're putting out. But most businesses completely ignore those leads and they say, oh, if they're gonna buy, they'll, they'll reach out, they'll buy. And then they're, they're always focused on generating new leads. And the problem with that is generating new leads start at the beginning of the cycle. And the cycle sometimes can take weeks or months for someone to get through that whole process. So the first thing is, is are you separating out your potential clients from your general email list? right? You have connections on social media, that's out in the outer circle. Then you have the people that are on your email list. And then of the people in your email list, you have the really qualified people that have given you enough data and they've had enough interaction uh, with you or with your team to know this is a qualified lead. This is someone we want to work with. This is someone that we're going to try to intentionally follow up with and move through the process. Managing the pipelining database and the pipelining strategy in your business is probably going to be the most important thing in the back half of this year and next because again these are people that your content and your emails and your podcasts and videos and all those things that you're doing already are already pumping through that system okay so number one is go to your database make sure that you create a separation between the general email list and those that are your ideal clients and make sure that you are creating personalized follow-up with those top 100 top 500 leads that you want to work with and by personalized follow-up i mean they're getting private messages they're getting audio messages you're creating custom videos for them um these unscalable strategies are the things that are going to drive scale and i think that's a huge misunderstanding in the business world is that the unscalable is what scales handwritten notes custom videos custom audios really personalized and thoughtful messages these are the things that are going to accelerate your progress and most won't do it because they're like, oh, it's too slow, it's too inefficient, you know, whatever the case. And that's absolutely not true. And in fact, mass marketing is definitely uh, falling down uh, in, the, in the, you know, kind of ranking in terms of what is working best right now. And the more personalized connections are definitely uh, superseding that. So that's number one. Number two is your email list. So you have the database that you're going to do personalized, custom follow-up with, very unique touches, um, you know, one-to-one. And then you have your email list. And the question is, is are you actually proactively asking your email list, you know, to apply for a consultation? Is there something in your messaging at least every other week that is going to directly invite the people that are on your email list to apply for a conversation uh, to learn? about 
what it is that you offer and how you can help them, right? So number one is is your hand-picked, kind of cherry-picked, I'll call Dream 100 list. Number two is your email list. It can be a PS in the signature line. Uh, it could be a direct email, just a couple you know, sentences. This is how we help people. This is the result that they get. These are the type of clients that we're looking for. Is this you? Hit reply. Okay, I've done a lot of those. But let's back it up for a second. Are you doing effective email marketing with your list? Are you actually nurturing that list? Are you making sure that you're sending something of great value to them every single week without an ask so that when you make an ask, they're going to respond and they're going to lean in and say yes? Okay, so go back to the basics of email marketing um, to look at that. Okay, Um, number three is making sure that you set up your signature really well so that there is a direct kind of call to action in your email signature and a kind of uh, quick snippet of the kind of results that you help people to get um, and, and an invitation for them to, you know, book a call with your link right there. Make it easy, make it obvious, make it simple. Give them a link they can click right there. Make sure there's an abundance of times that they can select from right away. Make that something that is a part of your everyday communication, okay? The other big one, so I think I gave you, that was three, this is number four, is making sure that you actually look at the people that came in and applied for a consult that didn't close, right? A lot of people are going to apply for consults. Some are going to no-show for the consult. Some are going to do the consult. So many times I see small businesses where they say, because the person didn't buy now, they kind of get tossed off to the side. When in a lot of instances, especially discerning buyers, they're going to do a call in advance uh, to get the information, to understand the product, to understand the pricing, the program, and to get clarity around whether or not, you know, this is right for them. So making sure that you have a great follow-up plan and a great relationship building plan with people that booked a consult and never had it or booked a consult and hadn't closed from it. This is definitely pretty tight in the center of the circle um, in terms of where sales should be coming from for you with your active clients being in the center, your inactive clients being one step out from that, and then referrals and close to closing consults being out one more layer from there. So again. Um, what are you doing to re-engage those people that expressed interest but didn't buy? I mean, think about that. There, that is an absolute goldmine, and you can go back a year, two years plus uh, through that list. Okay. The next one is really making sure that you're handpicking who you want to work with. I did this um, a couple months ago. There was someone on my Instagram. I knew she was a super high caliber entrepreneur. She was someone I really wanted to work with. And I just reached out and I said, hey, you know, this is an opportunity we have going on. Uh, From what I know of you, you know, this would be a perfect fit. You know, are you interested in having a conversation? So pick out the people that you want to work with and reach out to them. And don't be afraid of getting rejected. Don't be afraid of them, you know, not liking your outreach or whatever the case. I think so many people have such a negative connotation towards reaching out and wanting to work with people. And it's, it's so shunned in the online marketing world when since the beginning of like business, how does business work, right? You go after the people you want to work with, like put a stake in the ground, have some conviction, like be clear, like I want to work with you. I know I can help you. Like this is what I see from what I know of you. And this is why I feel like this would be such a good match. Like have a little like 
you know, spirit behind you. I think it's so important to have that conviction about your brand and, and to realize too, like they're not paying you now. So you have absolutely nothing to lose. And I think so many people are fearful of that, but it's like, they're not your client now. You literally have nothing to lose. So I think that's a really important thing to be thinking about. Um, The other one is asking for introductions, right? I know a lot of you get referrals on an organic basis just based on, you know, people kind of spreading your name and, and, you know, telling other people about you. But look at your clients that are performing the best in your programs, even your graduates that are that performed really well in your programs and make sure that you're asking them, like, who do you know that you also think would do really well in this environment? Ask them for introductions. Ask regularly for introductions. Let them know how much it means to you to get to work with other people like them, right? And that brings me to my next point. And shout out to all the alumni that recently just came back to us. Um, we put together an alumni program that we've been really focused on this year. And we've been starting to see a lot of our past customers come back. We have such incredible power players that we've worked with over the years. And I say this on the show all the time, but coaching is habitual and it's cyclical. So a lot of times people cycle in, cycle out. Well, if you're not regularly following up with your alumni, staying in front of them, providing value to them, inviting them back again, then they'll just kind of move on to the next thing because they assume you're okay not having their business anyway, right? Whereas if you have clarity around the people you really want to work with again, you stay in touch with them regularly, you extend invitations, again, reconnection calls. Hey, so-and-so, it's been a year since we worked together. I would love to reconnect and hear about what you're up to and see if we might be able to help you with where you're going next, right? It's so simple. It's so simple. And then the next one is staying in touch and relationship building with people that you meet in other programs or at other events. Um, again, like you never want to like poach or be aggressive with people that you meet in another container of someone else's, but you definitely want to maintain relationships. And this is going to be a game changer for you because what you'll realize is if you just focus on maintaining relationships with the good people that you meet in other containers that you're in, it will translate into them either ultimately coming to you or them referring others to you. And again, I am not a fan at all of people going into other people's programs and being, you know, poaching or spamming or being aggressive going after the members. But I'm a huge fan of you building those relationships. And I will say, Danielle is a part of a couple groups. And a lot of the inbound uh, requests that we're getting are people that she met that she just, you know, maintained a relationship with. And then they started referring her to other people. So it's like one person tells another person tells another person, right? So it's just understanding the the impact of of relationship building. So I gave you a couple different ways here. There there are so many different ways. I mean, is your marketing inviting people to apply for consults each week? Like literally, is it in your stories? Is it on your feed? Can people go to your bio right now and click a link to apply to work with you? Like How do you make it simple, obvious, and easy for people to get in touch? How do you show that it's a main priority of the business to have conversations, right? A lot of businesses don't want to have conversations. And when you show that you do, a lot of people are going to love your brand just for that because they're like, oh my gosh, a real person. I get to speak with someone. This is amazing, right? So I think that's really, really huge. Um, 
And and I would say mining your own groups for gold. I know a lot of you over the years have built launch groups, you've built Facebook groups, you have all sorts of leads that are in your ecosystem. And I think what happens is we become a throwaway culture where we forget that like, just because a lead didn't close in that moment or in that exact time that you wanted them to doesn't mean that they're not an ideal buyer. And this is why I go back to the beginning of like, mine for gold in your own business. It is there. It is there. But make sure that you have a balanced approach of both mining the gold that's there and making sure that you're continually creating that exposure and introduction to new people. So the bottom line is this. You're only going to get more qualified bookings on the calendar if you focus on getting more bookings on the calendar. And we are in a time and a space where doing more isn't really an option for most people which means that you have to be willing to do less. You have to be willing to do far, far less and give this far greater focus. And we talked about seven or eight ways today that you can get new bookings on the calendar each week. Have a list for yourself. Our clients in Empire Builders and Legacy Builders, Legacy Leaders, they each have a set 10-step plan uh, to go through every single week so that they are fueling that fire and getting new bookings on the calendar. And so if this is something you need help with, get in touch with me. But the bottom line is, is that what you put focus and energy on and into is going to grow and expand. So look at where your energy is going. Look at how you can refocus, center in your attention, set some clear goals, and you're going to find that you're able to grow better and faster and easier the less things you focus on and the more high intent you are with taking actions that are targeted towards that one thing each week. Thanks for tuning into the show today. I hope this was helpful for you. I love creating topics that are based on your requests. So if there's a topic you would love to have me cover, please get in touch with me. You can message me on Kelly Roach Official on Instagram or on my personal page on Facebook. And I appreciate each and every one of you for listening to the show. See you back here next week. Thank you so much for listening to The Kelly Roach Show. If you enjoyed this episode, do me two solids. Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review so other people can find the life-changing content that we share here. We're on our way to number one and we need your help getting there. Thanks so much for being a part of the community and for tuning into the show each and every week.